This is true buzz. That Mary Jane, now we ain't new to this. For my stoners and for my cannabis enthusiasts. Never heard a show as good as this. Yeah, number one, it's the best. Bringing in many special guests in the industry of cannabis. Business owners to growers, even artists you know of. So sit back and just roll up the perfect show for my smokers. True buzz. It's your buddy Jack Woltering here, bringing you a podcast weekly in the cannabis space. Today, we have Lady Silverstone with her own podcast. The Lady Silverstone podcast is a good time. Check that out. She's a Swedish content creator specialized in cannabis. And today's episode is really cool. We're talking about cannabis across the world. She's in Spain. So we talk about, you know, the shops out there, the legalities. Then we dive into some places where it's still really illegal and discuss that. And then we just, you know, see where the conversation takes us, smoking on some vapes, having fun. I hope you enjoy this episode today. You know we're going to keep it locked and loaded for episodes in the future, so stay tuned. Make sure you subscribe, whether you're listening or watching the video podcast, so you can be in touch when we have new ones dropping. Nice. Hello, hello. Hello, hello. <laughs> <laughs> How are you doing? I'm doing good. It's very hot over here. It's really warm right oh, now. Yeah? And uh, where are yeah. you exactly? So I'm, I'm living in Spain. Uh, I'm, I'm Swedish, but I live in Spain. I just can't handle the cold up there. Oh, yeah. uh, so, <laughs> but now it's really, really hot. Um, but yeah, that's what I want, right? So I shouldn't complain. Yeah, I hear, yeah it's, uh, how, how yeah. hot is it right now? What do you get? I would say yeah, like 33 degrees. Okay. Oh, shit. I don't know. Do you talk degrees or Fahrenheit? Um, Fahrenheit usually, but I was talking to... Um, the, some people from Canada the other day, and we were talking Celsius. I think that's about 100. Yeah, it's nice and hot. My yeah, math's probably wrong yeah. here. So, but <laughs> <laughs> how, how hot is it in LA now? Um, it's been, um, pro- you know, probably around 80s, 90s, sometimes we're a little hotter the past week or so, but lately it's mm. been still at nice 80, 85 mark, um, oh, okay, cool. at least around where I am, 90 sometimes, but yeah, it's not, it's not, never gets too crazy hot. Like, I have yeah. a I have an air conditioning in like the bedroom, but most places I've lived in around here don't have like a main AC unit, so it stays with mm. it can stay relatively. Especially like the beach city towns when I live there, getting that beach air is nice. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I can imagine. Is the weather like quite stable all year round, or does it still have like a I don't know, fifteen degrees down? Like, do you ever have to wear a jacket? Yeah, yeah. I would say it's like, oh, okay. st- I would say it's stable, but in the winter sometimes, like, I'll be throwing a jacket on, especially at night. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it's comfortable mm. though. It's the most stable anywhere else I've lived. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, okay, so you're not from LA? No, uh, New Jersey, and then I lived in Kansas for a while. So, yeah. All right. Not okay, as far cool. traveling as you, I believe, but. Well, you know, I mean, the U. You just stayed in the same country, but I think like the distances that you have, I mean, they're huge. They're huge. The, the U.S. We, is just massive. Yeah, it really is. Yeah, it's just across. I've been traveling across. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's it's crazy, huh? How, how far? Um, so, what brought you to Spain initially? Is just the weather change, or just kind of wanted to change the pace, or? Well, so. Um, so I'm going to start from like the beginning. So when I was 20, I moved from Sweden because I'm like, I don't like it here. <laughs> and uh, so then I moved to Paris for six years, lived there, met my husband, and he is French Indonesian. So we're like, let's travel the world. 
and we got to like our first destination, which was in Indonesia, in Bali. If you've heard about that little island, super nice and beautiful. And that was the first destination to spend New Year's there with some friends. And we just stayed there for three years. We never got to do the like <laughs> world tour, you know, <laughs> that we were thinking. So, yeah, I mean, we loved it a lot. And I think that it's, it's the same as in LA. Like you have a constant... Uh, constant temperature more or less but well here in Spain like it's super hot now and then it's going to be half in the winter so I will have like a, a chill winter jacket but I will still have a winter jacket here in the winter I would say but we just felt like oh damn we like being so far from Europe where you have to travel like 20 hours to see friends and family that's just a long journey you know and living sure. like that for three years, it just got, we loved it, but yeah, it just got too expensive and too far and too um, secluded in a way, even though we had a lot of friends there and so on, it's just gone. So that's why we, we wanted to move back to Europe, but still keep the heat. <laughs> so that's why we chose Spain. And also Spain is cannabis friendly. Nice. Which is nice. Yeah. Yeah, and that's what I was. That's what I was curious about too. Um, when we were first, because I saw like I know saw you were from Sweden. I was like, because I'd only talked to one other person from Sweden. They were telling me that the cannabis laws there are pretty intense. Ooh, they are intense. They are intense. In general, like the way that Sweden is treating their, but I mean, I'm not only talking addicts, but the addicts are obviously the people that needs help or the people that has a problem with abuse of drugs and so on. But even the users in general, like you you can get into so much trouble for just having it in your blood so even if i'm i i don't no one finds me with or actually smoking a joint or anything like that they can force uh test me they can take me like for, if i come out from a from an event where they feel that oh this has been there's been probably a lot of drugs here they can force me to take a urine test and the, from there on, like, yeah, put me in trouble. That is insane. That, yeah, that's, that's intense. Insane. That, yeah, that's, that's super intense, yeah. Ha, and also, any, oh, like, sorry. huh? No, no, no. Um, I was just going to say, has any like has, has anything been changing over the past years in a positive direction at all? Or does it seem like it's pretty, like, static? It's pretty static. Uh, they have gotten a lot of pressure from both, like, WHO and the UN, uh, saying that your drug laws are are bullshit. You're you're really not helping anyone by having this. We have Sweden. They're very like proud of their zero tolerance towards drugs. You know, and it sounds so romantic. Like they're really romanticizing zero tolerance. And zero tolerance. Let's not forget that like drugs will never disappear. Which means that the zero tolerance is also zero tolerance even towards a user, whether you use cannabis one time a week or, you know, every day or heroin every day or not. Do you see what I mean? Like it's yeah. this like extreme, um, yeah, discrimination, I would say. Um, and to even get help with an addiction problem in Sweden, you will have to stop the drugs first. That is insane. My sister needed that actually a couple of years ago and she needed to show a whole week of her being clean. She needed to go and take like urine tests herself, pay them herself, 
show them after like, yeah, here you see, I have a week without anything in my system. Now, can I get help? Like, yeah. What kind of weird system yeah, is that? that? Like then I can do it by myself. Yeah, that's yeah, you know? it's like the opposite. Uh -huh. What about, yeah. is that the same with um, alcohol? What is that included in the list or is that yeah. all, that's all, oh, so that's completely illegal too? Or? No, 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 no. Uh, we are pretty heavy drinkers, I would say in Sweden <laughs> or in, in like the Northern part of Europe in general. Cause it's cold, you know, yeah. I mean, oof, it's not a nice, you know, <laughs> take the edge off a little bit, heat up. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And I think it comes from that, you know, like back in the days and I mean, it gets cold. I mean, you, you can imagine like the, the North parts of, of the U S I mean, it's, it's probably the same kind of climate and the, in Canada and stuff, I guess really, really cold and uh, people sit inside you know i mean you don't you barely meet people in the winter because it also gets dark at like 2 30 in the afternoon oh wow during like november december january february almost so you're just in the dark in the cold in your own <laughs> little like it's it's depressing so i understand why people um because i i i i smoke weed right so i know like the benefits of having that little tingling feeling, you know, it makes you forget about like crappy stuff that you maybe said earlier in the day or that you have to do tomorrow or those things that are human, right? That you always have in your head. But um, so, yeah, I think it's a lot. That's why there's a lot of drinking in, in Sweden. But yeah, so you will have to show yourself as well clean from alcohol if you want the treatment. Yeah, Which is so weird. I think it's super odd. Yeah, that's pretty nuts. <laughs> yeah. How is it in the US though? I, I don't think I know. Like if you want to get help with your like cannabis use, for example. Um, you know, that's a good question in terms of, I'm sure the cannabis use, if you wanted to get help, would be similar to any other um, drug probably. Mm -hmm. um, I know they have different, I've had some friends who've, you know, struggled with some drug problems too. I know they have different like clinics you can go to that will like, mm -hmm. that are, if you're low on income, you can go to, and they have certain like, they call them like methadone clinics, I believe for to wean people mm -hmm. off like heroin, they give them like a methadone or whatever. But yeah. um, all I know is my, my couple of friends who had trouble, they would go away to a place. And like you're saying though, if, if they had to get sober before they went to the place, they could, probably couldn't have because they were pretty, yeah, yeah. they were in pretty deep. So they would go to the place and um, that's what, you know, certain places work better for a couple of my friends I noticed, but yeah. Yeah. So I, I think the help's there for sure. Um, I'm, and then insurance is a big thing too with certain people. And, and that's yeah, a big thing yeah. too with the medical cannabis out here too, and just shops and stuff. Um, and mm -hmm. it's just that it can be really expensive for people, you know, who actually need it medicinally to buy it from a shop. So of course they're going to, yeah. you know, that's why I'm all about, I don't have a grow myself, but I'm all about, you know, growing and trying to be self-sustainable in that way. So you can have your own medicine if you really need it too. Exactly. And it will cost you what, like a third of the price, even less probably. Yeah. Yeah. Even way less. Yeah. Because growing if you can do that, then you're so much in control of everything as well. Like from which strain you want, you can have a few different ones. If you want, you can test yourself, you know, that is really nice. Yeah, that's, that that's what really I think. Nice. Yeah. That's why I'm excited. I'm actually about to go after this podcast here and shoot a video in my buddy's garden. Cause he's got his, mm. um, they're, they're huge right now. His plants like seven, oh, eight, wow. seven, eight feet. So I'm gonna shoot it. We're going to shoot a cool video and kind of just educational about his outdoor grow setup and everything. So I'm excited for that too. It'll be cool. 
Oh, cool. Will it be like your, uh, like on your YouTube channel? Yeah, yeah. I'll put or is it for him? Oh, cool. oh yeah, I'll put it on the YouTube channel. Um, so yeah, I'll just have him, I'll, I'll basically be the videographer and kind of have him um, do most of the talking because he's been nice. in the trenches doing it for a long time. So yeah, cool. That's nice. Yeah, yeah. So and he's gonna, you know, throw me some and I'm gonna press it and make a bunch of edibles and stuff. So it's cool to have somebody too that knows somebody that grows too is handy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice. No, it's cool. What's it's cool to there, see as well. Like for you. Oh, sorry to interrupt. Um, like in terms of mm. getting getting bud and stuff, how does it go for you? In Spain, that's what is so nice. So in Spain, um, we have these um it's like the coffee shops in holland basically so it's called cannabis social clubs here so it's really nice what they managed to do so it's still illegal basically it's not uh, it might be decriminalized for personal use yes but it's not legal uh so what they do is that as it's decriminalized for personal use they were like ah okay but if it's decriminalized for personal use then we can go together and start like this organization that where that we call cannabis social clubs and that everyone has to pay membership. And if you pay a membership, then you are like a proper, yeah, a little organization of members, you know? So basically I am paying um, these guys that have this coffee shop and with my monthly membership paid, let's say it's like $10 for three months basically. And so they grow my plant, like my contribution, basically, like they grow that. And then I come there when it's all done. And then I buy whatever strains they have. So that's the like the loophole that they are. Um, that's really cool. Like how, how it works like that. Like it's like your own thing. That's kind of what we were saying a yeah. second ago. I feel like that makes a lot of sense. That is super nice. But that's the thing. I mean, I, I can never choose like what they grow for me. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's still, that's what is also nice is that you can also grow a few plants yourself as long as it's for personal use. And as long as you don't bother any neighbors uh, with like a super noisy ventilation or something like that, you know, but otherwise, so yeah, I, I might have that. <laughs> 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 don't want to confirm anything <laughs> in case anyone knows where Allegedly. I live. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was always yeah. a thing when uh, when I was in New Jersey, when we were in high school, when we started growing is everybody was um, like, people, you wouldn't tell anybody where your stuff was. Or I'd tell my friends, yeah. I'm like, don't tell anybody. Of course, they would tell people and then people would steal them, you know, high, high school. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was always a thing. I'm like, damn, I wouldn't, you got to keep it Damn, I learned my lesson. <laughs> But you still don't learn because then you <laughs> you're like, you gotta check out my stash, yeah. Know? Yeah, my people. flowers. <laughs> yeah, it's hard not to be proud of it, huh? You grown oh, up. Oh, totally. Come check it out. Come check it out. Yeah. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. And you've been to the Holland uh, shops just like that. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It's way more. So, oh yeah. So here in Spain, the cannabis social clubs they are closed, so like you cannot see it from the street. It is ground floor, so you will have to go through, like, there's, like, just the black window. You don't see anything. They're, like, there's no, barely a name. It's just, like, a little thing where you can see, like, Jaze um, Verde, for example, you know? And then you go in through that, and then there's this little reception place, and you just show your, like, membership card and stuff. 
and then they open up this other door into like this super it's always like a super nice place with like a pool table a lot of like people can sit and play fifa and and stuff like that it's really nice ambience as well um they have like pizza nights for example so like every sunday at eight o'clock they order a lot of pizza you know they do a lot so that's the thing they have to put like their the extra money that they get they have to put it back into the to the like the club so that's why they have a lot of these uh, things which is super nice yeah that sounds Uh, that sounds really cool like the like the old school like speakeasy vibe there's something cool about going into something that's like that it's like yeah (laughs) there's there's some places like that around here for like bars I haven't checked out that sound cool like old prohibition bars that like one of them is like you open an old uh laundry you open like a washer and dryer and it's like a door and there's some other like pictures it's cool it's cool stuff like that yeah 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 there's some really nice ones in Paris so if ever you go there I need to tell you about one that is amazing moonshine is the name Oh, that's cool. <laughs> yeah, you go into this it's a tiny pizzeria and then you go in like go through their kitchen. It's like you have this big uh, ham legs, you know, just hanging in the ceiling and then you go through this other little weird door and you come into this beautiful like Gatsby looking place, you know. That's awesome. Super nice. Okay. Yeah. Very yeah, nice. There's, there's something really cool about that. I'm wanting to go in somewhere like that right now. So. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can imagine there's a lot of them in the U.S. though. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of them out here. Like in terms of like the bars, at least because we only have like we just opened the first like cafe out here, the Cannabis Cafe. Yeah. What's the uh, name again? Um, they've changed it a couple times. It goes. I think it's the OG uh, Cafe now. With that's what it has. Mm-hmm. It's the OG Cafe. Something else um is the full name. Okay. But yeah, they changed the name a couple times. It was Lowell Farms, but yeah, that's the only oh, kind yeah, of vibe we have of something like like you're talking about but it's still like more it's not like as low-key it's like right out you know in the but that's what, what is nice though like that you have it because it looks like a nice cafe that you would want to go to anyway you know yeah um beautiful and it's a bit more like that in holland actually so the proper coffee shops in holland they are more open so you can see them from the street you can sit outside on the terrace and and inside as well so it's a bit more like that but not at all as nice you know they're a bit like ugh. you don't want to <laughs> you don't want to hang there you just yeah. want to go in and buy your stuff and leave, you know <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. yeah that's yeah. Uh, yeah i'm still yet to check this one out but yeah i'll have to when things I, I, when things open back up and you know yeah. hopefully get you know things start mm. getting open or however it works soon so yeah 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 how is things going then now um, did you have like a re-lockdown um they haven't done like another like in-home order or whatever but they no. had so at least in l at least in the la area here they opened like two weeks ago they opened restaurants and um bars mm. and like gyms and stuff but then they reclosed them for like another three weeks which has been like maybe two weeks ago or so so it's, okay. it's, it's been like in a weird uh, limbo. Um, fortunately, um, all the dispensaries are able to stay open or most of them and delivery services for Bud and everything. So, so that's, yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's good. Cannabis space out here. So, yeah, but you had that the whole time, right? Like the whole lockdown, uh, the cannabis dis- dispensaries were, were open. Yeah, yeah. And a, a lot of them have been booming too, from what I've talked to. A lot of delivery services too. I use a fair amount mm-hmm. of delivery sometimes, or I'm just yeah. convenient. Um, I, I like it my edibles, and my vapes from yeah. delivery and stuff. So, 
Yeah, delivery is nice. So nice. I was talking delivery to these, is awesome. Oh yeah, for sure. I was talking to these guys in Canada, um, the kitchen couch, and they were saying they get all their. It's just cool to get it in the mail. They just have just in the mail comes. I'm like that. I can't wait till that's like that here. You know, that just makes be so yeah. nice and easy. Just in the mailbox, it's all good. You don't gotta worry about <laughs> exactly, exactly. Because I can also imagine. I mean. I never been to LA. I only transit once in in uh, New York airport like 10 years ago. That's the only time I set my foot on American uh, ground. But like LA is just huge. I mean, you have to go in, in, everywhere with car, right? Yeah. It's not like you can just walk around, take a little 10 minute nice walk and then you're, I mean, it's just the distances are so big, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like where I am now, like, I mean, I could walk and go to like a couple stores and stuff, but for the most part, mm-hmm. if I need to, you, you got to have a car for the most part, or you could do public transportation, but yeah, a car is really mm-hmm. necessary for sure. Yeah. Yeah. It was interesting too, okay. with the different traffic levels too. I feel like it's back up to kind of normal now, but you know, when, when everything was going on before a little earlier, it was just weird not seeing as much traffic and stuff out here. It but, must have been nice, no? Yeah, it was nice. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Wow. It can go fast. <laughs> yeah, so I was like, Life without traffic. Yeah, yeah. Not bad. So oh, wow. Little... Okay, cool. What do you have there? Um, actually, one. Th- it's uh, let me see if you can see it. It's my new like favorite here. It's um, hey. a live Is it resin. Special, uh, no, it's oh, just no. kind of like okay. a melted uh resin. So maybe, I see now. Yeah. yeah. So, um, so yeah, it's just live resin instead of distillate, and it's just like tastes delicious, really clean, and pretty potent. Nice. So, yeah. So, like the vape that you have, is it one that is only for concentrates, or? Yeah. Uh, this one, yeah, is only for like the five, ten threads. Wait, um, can I see how it looks? Okay. Nice. Yeah. This is a Toki one here. This is like the. This is the first like wireless charging vape. Um, but yeah, it's um, pretty cool. That has like a little charging pad, different temps. But yeah, pretty dope. Nice. Yeah, I, I love this vape though. I know you. Sh- uh, sh- I saw yours that you uh, were loading up. What do, What do you kind of vape do you have? So I have. I mean, just like a very, very simple. So actually, I l- charge these little like I call them capsules. <laughs> In lack of a better word. Okay, let me show you. They look like this. So I charge these with like herb. Put them inside, um, and yeah, I mean it's a it's a very simple one, but works very good. And um, yeah, it's called Ald Amaze Dry oh. Herb Vaporizer. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Nice. But yeah, a good I, one. Yeah. Yeah, that looks. I, I like how you can like so you can have a couple of those loaded up and just kind of have them ready to see. That's that's yeah. good. It's, that is so nice because then you can uh, – shit, I don't think you can see. Because I have one that – oh, ah, nice. no, damn. Oh, that's a cool little box there, yeah. though. Yeah, because, like, I Love have it. one that you have to, like – it's, like, a cheaper one, like, with the G-Pen uh, – I forget the name, G-Pen Pro, maybe. But each time mm-hmm. you have to kind of empty out the ceramic, um, like, heating element instead of just loading it up so it's, like, gets messier. You got to, like, stick something in to clear it. That's yeah. just convenient. Just pop it right in and – Oh, that, so nice. Is that your go-to uh, vaping? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. I haven't tried. I had another one before, but it was, uh, I couldn't really do anything with it. I couldn't, 
I couldn't modify the, the temperature or anything. And if you only have one temperature, I mean, and it was so strong as well. So like, yeah, the, I could vape it, but after that, like it was all black after, <laughs> you know, it was not because yeah. now when I take these out, they're not brown and I can make butter and oil of it, you know, later on. That was just like ashes. I'm like, damn, this is supposed to be vaporizer, you know? <laughs> yeah. So yeah, just cook, extra cooking. So you just like, um, yes. you start low and work the way up until it's, or do you leave? Yeah. Yeah. So what, what's yeah. your favorite thing to make with the uh, already been vape stuff? So I usually make a lot of either tea, uh, either tea, but mostly I do make a lot of, um, I just, buy a lot of coconut oil, like half a liter coconut oil. And I just put all my already vape bud in there. I let it stand for like, I don't know, sometimes 48 hours, just like really get like everything out from, you know, and it gets super potent. I'm have to I try was that. so surprised. I, yeah. I it. So you have a herb vaporizer as well. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't really cool. use it cause I'm not, but I do want to get, um, I'm, I kind of want to get like another volcano one or like a, one like with the box ones like nice. that's just to have here on the desk or something but mm. yeah the one i had i'll get one probably if i a company reaches out to me or something to mess with the dry herb one but that one i wasn't a huge fan of that one but i, I do like them if mm. they're right like you're saying if, if the temperature is right and everything that one that i have just doesn't seem to actually even on the high temp cook it that well i don't know okay, okay. but i actually need to experiment with it too more so yeah these are these so have just have been you my done go-to. with yours that's awesome. Uh, what have I done with? Um, Would like to already vape weed? Oh, or have um, you done I, I, I hadn't really. I threw it in with some decarb stuff because I didn't really have enough because I hadn't used it okay. enough. So I had, you know, probably like a gram or two. So, um, mm, okay. but I, I love making coconut oil or I'll, like my buddy who grows, I'll use his trim and shake and do that too to make use of that. And then I got okay, this nice. rosin press here recently too. So. I'm gonna start using mm. that already pressed stuff. I did that recently; works pretty well too. So, but I like okay, the tea. Okay, so you pressed it yourself? Um, yeah, I got this uh, the nectar press here. Um, mm. I did it recently for the first time, so I'm I'm new to it, so I'm learning. But um, yeah. So what, okay, how just, does it work? It's just got like um two uh, plates on it that heat up. It has a gauge that heats the plates up. Then it has like a pneumatic twelve ton press. So mm. the plates heat up. You put it in um like a like a, a mylar bag and then you okay. press it up and then it squeezes it together and it's like on um, paper and it mm -hmm. just comes out parchment paper and it just comes out there and you just use it that way so you just okay it's, so it's can just you like still a heat use... press just a heat press with a, a yeah. high pressure and you put the weed inside like you put green uh found the flower inside yeah inside or... the inside the uh, mesh bag and then you put that inside the press and it presses it out. Ah, cool. Can you do anything with the flower parts after or not? Yeah, yeah. So I, I recently I did a couple and I made some coconut oil with it and it was really good. So nice. Yeah. So cool that you can use that still. Yeah, exactly. That's what, and I was going to ask too about the tea because I'd never tried that mm -hmm. before. You just throw it, put it in the tea and let it steep or? Uh, yeah. I mean, especially with when it's already vaped and it's already decarbed. So I don't need to like do anything. I never done it though with, with fresh um, cannabis. I never done tea with that, to be honest. But um, yeah, so I just mix it up with like some, God, what do you call it? Hibiscus? Do you say hibiscus? Yeah. 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 Hibiscus tea and uh, oh, I just, 
so what I love is to make like big, big uh, pots with just a lot of stuff inside. I take like rose petals, hibiscus stuff. I take some cinnamon. I just throw down a lot of things, you know, and the already vaporweed. And then I just like, what do you call it when you, um, you know, when you have one of those things that separates the, the flower from the water, like a... Oh, like a French press style or a strainer? No, like strainer, strainer. Exactly. Yeah, a strainer. Uh, take that away and I just have like a whole day of tea, you know. I'm a big tea lover. <laughs> nice. <laughs> big nice. tea lover. Yeah, I like tea a lot too. But yeah, that's why I was so curious. Nice. I was like, I never tried that. I've got some of the packs they sell here that are like, you know, like five milligrams or something. That's like, or they have some like mm. relaxing ones that I've gotten that are cannabis infused that are nice. nice. But yeah, I'll have to try making some. Yeah. Is it with THC then, the ones that are sold there? Yeah, just like a low amount typically though, like five milligrams. There's usually a CBD okay. or like equal parts, the ones I've had. So they're good. Okay, there's, cool. They're good. There's a little expensive, like for one pack, or like, I think it's like five or six bucks for like one tea pack. Oh, so, damn. Yeah. Okay, so. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that, that is... Home, uh, yeah, doesn't beat the homemade brew. Though. It doesn't. It doesn't, especially if you do it well. <laughs> yeah, seriously. It's hard to beat the homemade cooking sometimes or making drinks or whatever it is. So true. I totally agree. Totally agree. Especially like if, I mean, in general, whatever you do at home, because you can tweak it in the ways that you want it yourself, you know, that's what yeah. is so damn nice. Mm. yeah that's that's why i like i like to like read a recipe or something or if it's like an edible or get inspiration then i like making it my own that's how i always like to do it yeah 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 okay have you made any nice edibles then lately because i'm i gonna do edibles soon because mine is over and i just want to find like a nice recipe where there's not like where it's not too potent so because the last one i had it was so damn potent. Like I could only have a tiny piece for, and for that to be, and it was a delicious brownie. Like you want to have like a big full piece of that, you know? Yeah. And here I could only take like a tiny little, you know, like two centimeter thing. So See, and it was that, a fame. That's my, well, that to me would be a success. That's the way I like them. My, oh yeah. Yeah. My goal is always, I want to make it. So I have to take like the least amount possible. So so I, I honestly I don't really like I'll make some I need to do more videos cooking for the channel and just for you know just in general but I typically mm. just like to consume the oil straight personally okay 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 or I've done some like a no a no bake granola bars kind of recently that were pretty good nice so, okay. but yeah I just like having the oil I'll put it I'll you know put it in the right increment mm. little thing and take it like that is how I like to usually okay nice yeah not the most not fun bad. you know i know a lot of people love uh, brownies and cookies and i do too but yeah, it's just convenient to have the oil there and just like if it was that strong like you're saying you just put it in a little dropper and you'd know and then exactly yeah yeah it's just that i also love chocolate a lot yeah so for me i'm like <laughs> it, it, it's just that perfect you know like combination of like having that little like good tasty brownie knowing on the kind of trip that you're going on soon, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah. And actually, um, I did just recently do um, some white chocolate covered strawberries that were infused. Mm. So you just, infused the chocolate? Yeah, just simply melt, just simply use the coconut oil with the chocolate and like a double yeah. broiler and just stirred it and just put it on the strawberries. And then 
some of the okay. stuff came off and like so I, it was all usable but yeah just kind of covered the strawberries that way it's pretty good awesome i should really think of that i haven't even thought about because when i do the brownies i obviously mix my coconut cannabis coconut oil with the chocolate before i mix it with the other ingredients but i can only use that actually yeah yeah it, use that chocolate directly yeah just mm. yes yeah, make a bars i've done those before too yeah for a long time going to redo those that video actually went over really well i see them make them again but yeah, it's really simple but I did notice kind of on the first bars I made, I did the ratio, as I'm sure you know, is important because I think I did yeah. too much. So the bars even had like a little like moisture on the outside from having too much oil, I think, in there. Had like a little slippery texture. Okay. A little bit. Still yeah, yeah, good, yeah, yeah. Still good, but little things yeah. you, like, you get over time. Those are right? the things that like, you, you can perfect it. You can yeah. perfect it. <laughs> yeah, get, yeah, no, get some I hear time you. and I'll be ready to go. <laughs> Yes. So, so how was your, how was your, if I can just ask before, like how yeah. was your introduction to weed? Like how come, and, and also how come you started like being, you know, active like this, having a podcast and a YouTube channel and stuff? Sure. Um, yeah, I, I got introduced when I was like 16 back in the day in high school. And then um, nice. just since then enjoyed it. You know, I just kind of always smoked, but more, it was, you know, four years ago when I started the channel or two when I got like more into it, but started out doing comedy videos. I was like, Oh, this is fun. Did a couple how to's. I was like, Oh, and then I was like, I want to blend what I love, you know, cannabis mm -hmm. and video creating videos. So that's what I did. And that's kind of how it started. And it's always awesome. kind of changing, you know, trying to, you know, podcast more recently as started in November last year and just mm -hmm. trying to have fun, you know, switch it up the content. But I realized what works the best always are the how to's and, you know, I'm, um, yeah, how to's reviews are pretty good, but I've kind of stopped doing as many reviews. Um, yeah. Because yeah, it's just like, it's not as fun maybe yeah, or yeah, yeah, exactly. It's not as fun. And it's just like most of the stuff I've had out here too is really good. I I've started to do a couple reviews if I'm like not feeling it as much, but yeah, mm. reviews are cool. I, I try to do it steadily, like in videos and just give my opinions of products now instead of doing as many reviews. But yeah, okay, that's kind yeah. of a long winded answer, but, um, yeah, just been loving being in the space though. What about yourself? Um, kind of what got you into it? Uh, well, I guess it was when I moved back from Indonesia, from Bali to Europe. And because in Indonesia, I mean, you can get into so much troubles. So like there, like it's a recipe for paranoia. Like if you want to get like the parano paranoid part of cannabis, like go smoke in a country where you can like, get i don't know 15 years of prison if you get caught in an indonesian prison as well like you don't want that yeah. oh my god yeah um so i w i just found it so crazy especially seeing it that way how how rough it is i don't know how you, if you know a lot how it is like in asia in general when it comes to that but like if you know like philippines now i mean the the president there he's just insane when it comes to like doubling down he's just shooting people on the streets he sees someone putting basically putting down like their hands in the in the pocket and for that reason i mean it's it's horrible like it's a, it's a they're just killing off like the young population because there's obviously a lot of drugs there but that's never going to go away you know like in any country drugs will never go away you just have to deal with it 
just find a good way of dealing with it. You cannot just shoot down yeah. a whole generation of, of kids, you know? So it's really harsh over there. And um, I remember thinking like when we got back here, I'm like, damn, like this is really something that, you know, I have, I have, I have to do something with this, you know, like both because I really love it. And I also found like the, the stigma and the discrimination of cannabis users. I'm like, please, like first, like how can anyone have any energy to like stigmatize other people? Like already there, I'm like, don't you have anything else to do than like judge? Do you see what I mean? Like yeah, that absolutely. active judgment, like, yeah. oh, that is, that is very junky of you. Like, really? Couldn't you just like either keep that in your head or maybe like make some kind of like mental gymnastics? Like, wait, why do I think that she's a junkie? <laughs> do you see what I mean? Like people are not thinking yeah. and that annoys me so much. Um, My favorite. So I guess, was- yeah. Oh, sorry. But my favorite um, type of that people like that do that or t- that have done that to me about smoking are people that are like yeah. really, really heavy drinkers and are like oh, yes. really, really anti-weed. I'm like, okay. All right. Uh. Mm. <laughs> like if you want to have a debate, let's have a debate. I have no problem having it. Let's do it. No, I, I feel yeah. you completely though, because, and that's, and that's what I've been trying to do too, through some content and do some like um, cannabis and fitness content. It was kind of my goal with some mm. of that to kind of try to break through there. The podcast just talking like we are now or, you know, yeah, to destigmatize and just keep it real about what, what it really is and educate. Yeah. I think that is what is most important for people to see that like cannabis users are just like anyone else, you know, like people like when my big, when my older sister found out that I was smoking, so she's a whole generation above me. She's now 50 and I'm 30. So she's in that generation where like, I don't know, because I see, find a lot of that generation, they are just like super resistant towards the education because they have been like since, so they were born in the, in the seventies, you know, and that was really in the start of, you know, especially the damn US, you know, like doubling <laughs> down on like the war on drugs and stuff and all the propaganda that came out. And so they are really fed with it, you know, and maybe in a different way that, than we are. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, Shit, I was going to say something about that, but I forgot it. Yeah. No, it's all good. Yeah. I mean, it's just it's interesting to see the different changes like that are happening mm. like throughout or like here or like even talking to the um, dudes from Canada, you know, how they're like more laid back or even like you're saying in Spain, how it's more chill at least, but it'll be mm. interesting to see how long until it's more of just like a global thing like alcohol. Yeah. is. Exactly. Exactly. Well, how did your parents react when you show, have do they know about your YouTube video and stuff? Yeah, yeah. I, I never really like pushed. I never really like was like, hey, you look at this, you know, but like, yeah, I'm supportive. Yeah, I've always been yeah, cool. cool. Yeah, I've been fortunate with that, you know, always to be like, you know, kind of pushing, you know, whatever kind of fulfills you makes you happy. So yeah, cool. So yeah, I'm, I'm fortunate in that regard to have parents yeah. with that outlook. So what no, about you? that's nice. I would say my parents are pretty supportive, uh, actually. And that is like them being Swedish and supportive of this. Like that is, 
that is big. But also they don't live in Sweden anymore. So I think that being retired and moving down to like warmer parts of Europe and seeing this, you know, and also knowing like me and my husband uh, that are, you know, we're doing a lot of stuff. I think she, they would be very worried, like she, they were very worried about my little sister when she was smoking a lot because my little sister also had like a depression at the same time. And she has the addiction disease. So like all those things together, that is set up for, for I wouldn't say disaster, but she couldn't really like live her life as she wanted, you know? And I think that that was something that scared my parents a lot. And they, was, they were thinking that it was the weed, you know? And when I told them, because in the beginning I didn't tell them because I'm like, oh, they don't need to know, it's fine, you know? But when they started to blame it on the weed, I'm like, hey guys, I really need to tell you something. Like I have been smoking weed for like eight years and I'm always on like top of like working and stuff like that. I'm very, I'm doing a lot of things and I have a lot of friends. So I keep my social contacts. I keep like relationship working and all these things. So I think when they saw that, they were like, oh, okay, yeah, we have been judging just too fast, you know? Um, so I think that was a good like eye opener for them actually. Yeah. That, yeah. That's, um, that's a similar situation out with family, just like, talking to people where they're like oh this you know i think it was the weed i'm like hey buddy it, it wasn't like it, nobody makes like because this this lady like broke this guy's arm and mm -hmm. like oh yeah so she she and he's like i think it was we found edibles in her car um i think that's what i think that's what made her like do it i'm like man i was, I was like anybody on edibles is not breaking some of the arm that i know hey, <laughs> you don't have the energy to break anyone's arms nor the hate like you don't yeah, just have those like, feelings yeah but like people who d don't know like he, he was this guy was 50 years old telling me the story and he just thought that was the case that it was like a weed edible made this lady i'm like there had to be other stuff in the mix bro there's no way and if, if that that's probably the, if that's the case that's, yeah that yeah. so i'm like blow or some there, there's there's got to be a yeah. whole mix or yeah i just to uh, just to your point though it's funny that sometimes not really funny but it's just like it's mind-blowing yeah. sometimes people what some people think weed will do to you but it's, yeah, all, yeah, yeah. it's all that yeah <laughs> it's crazy uh, yeah it's like how well, about no no, no sorry you go, go ahead go ahead no i was gonna ask a different question so tell me first <laughs> Um, I, I don't even remember. <laughs> okay. Well, good. <laughs> so many things as well. I'm like, I have like a thread and then I just lose it. I'm like, okay, well, it was probably not important. It's going to come back, if <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. you know? Uh, no, like, because I am, um, I am subscribed to uh, the, I think it's called prohibitionpartners.com or something where you get like a lot of, uh, every week you have a newsletter. That's a tip to anyone that is interested in like cannabis and, and uh, psychedelic um, science research. So they can come up every week with new stuff, prohibition partners. So I get every week, like all the stuff, like from the US, all the like new foundings, everything from like uh, new laws, new, all those things, news about cannabis. And they also have a section when it comes to psychedelics. So LSD or mushrooms or any other that's psychedelics. So I'm wondering, like, how is the, because I know that, hasn't Denver legalized psilocybin already? Or is that something that is still just talked about? 
I'm not a, I need to look it up. I'm not a hundred percent sure if it's legalized. I think it might be decriminalized. Oh, I know, maybe decriminalized. I know, yeah. in, I know in Oakland here it is decriminalized. Okay. Okay, cool. Um, and Oakland is where actually? Um, it's, um, it's about, it's out here. It's probably a little too, I'm in like central LA. It's probably, you know, a little bit North for me. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, nice. but yeah, it's, I, I've never really, I've never really been there to try or whatever. I would still be like paranoid, but yeah, I, I love it. I need to try to have a nice experience too. But that's, that's what mm. I've been talking a lot about too on the podcast is like that breaking through too and the whole science. Um, Super interesting. That it's kind of, you know, helping people with depression, with the microdosing or just anxiety mm. or whatever it is. So yeah. 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 It's Super a, interesting. Yeah. I mean, I think it's really interesting. Yeah. I think it's, um, I'd be interested to try. I've talked to people who've done it for like a month or two and yeah. Nice. I yeah. Yeah. I, I would kind of almost want it to be like more precise and knowing exactly like how much I was doing if I was doing it for that long. Cause that's, mm. <laughs> yeah, I took too much today. I'm kind of tripping. <laughs> oh yeah. 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 No, you have to, have you had like a proper trip before? Yeah. 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 Well, micro, because you're talking about microdosing, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, no, so yeah. I started, I, yeah, I've never really microdosed. I've just done like just trip before. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's say you do trip. I mean, you know, kind of the feeling and like the intensity of like a proper trip. Yeah. Then let's say microdosing. So normally it's like, I don't know, you take two grams of dried mushrooms, let's say. And then when you microdose, you sh you're supposed to take 0.1 or 0.2, depends on like your body weight and stuff. So it's a very, very small, yeah. so I've been doing it for like three weeks now. It's awesome. Nice. It really is super nice. And you don't get high. You just feel very like, you know, when you feel like butterflies in the stomach, when you're like excited or in love or something like that, you have that feeling, you know? Nice. So you don't have any visuals or anything. So I, yeah, it's a nice yeah. feeling. And do you just put it in tea or? So I made, well, like I said, I'm a big chocolate lover. So I made chocolate balls <laughs> and I made like a little hole in it. And I put, I measured up like exactly like one point, uh, no, 0 0.2 grams. And then I put like a little click of peanut butter over it. And then I closed <laughs> the bowl and rolled it. Oh, nice. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Nice, so it's, huh? And also it mixed good, like with those tastes. So you don't taste the mushroom, you yeah, know, because yeah. that can be like a bit off-putting sometimes. Nice. Little yeah. tips and tricks right here. Yeah. Oh, no, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's up though. Oh yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. the only other two people I've talked to about it said good things about it. So. Yeah. yeah. It's nice. <laughs> it's so, it's just so cool. Like how, how now in the time we're living, you know, I mean, already it's just a crazy time to be alive in so many ways. You know, we have a full blown like pandemic and people are also waking up to like how fucked up the system is in so many in so many ways, you know. Like, yes, I am not the person that likes to go to the extreme of stuff. I'm trying to like really look at like the gray area because that's where everything is happening in happening in the gray area. I don't think there is so many things that are hundred percent good or hundred percent evil. Like, there's so many things in between there, right? Um, it's like when when there are like these things happening i'm trying to really be like okay no guys let's try to like be 
let's really try to not fuck, thi fuck things up again, you know? Like the pharmaceuticals, for example, or like the police, for example, in the US, you know? I mean, there are so many things that made it become this nasty and insane, you know? Whether it's greed or just like so many years of, let's say, race prof uh, profiling uh, in, when, you, when you're educating. Do you say educating yourself to become a police? No. You're training to become a police, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that, yeah, that sounds good. Yeah. Either yeah. or. Either or, okay, yeah. So, like, all these things, like, there's so many things that make, like, a good person that want to do good and be a good policeman and all these things. A few years into this, this is maybe what happens. Like, I don't know. I, I, I don't know, but I don't want to say that I know that these people want to be bad. You see what I mean? Yeah, Even though, yeah. of course, there are a lot of them like that. And there are a lot of assholes that don't think twice, obviously. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I just don't know how to, like... It's a, crazy, it's a crazy time, especially in the U.S. My best friend lives in New York, and I'm like, girl, be careful. Yeah, yeah you know? it is a crazy time. New York's... Yeah, New York's a crazy time in general, too. Oh, uh, yeah? New York, yeah. Just, I mean, just, oh. just the hustle and bustle of New York is oh, just, yeah. just nonstop and tense, so... Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. my god. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. It's, it's um, yeah, I don't know. It's just kind of unprecedented for us, right? Or like, I've never, we've never experienced anything quite like this past year has been. So, everything mm. is interesting. But I've I've seen a bunch of articles popping up, and I've talked about this kind of since it started. But I've seen some more articles popping up lately talking about like, if cannabis was legalized out here it would really help a lot with, you know, the whole financial strain and the burden of everything right now and all the, everything, yes. it would bring in so much instant money. And I've just seen more articles popping up about that. So I don't know. I don't think it's going to happen because of that. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm hopeful, but <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm, I'm just trying to see like the silver line. Like if that came out of this, that'd be cool, but we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. We'll yeah, see. yeah. Yeah. I really hope so. I really hope so. Is there so. any talk lately about like when there might be, talk about um i was gonna say criminalizing i mean legalizing uh, um, on a federal level or not um it's it's really up in the air like you hear some people say like oh it might be happening soon like like these articles and stuff and then people are like it's still never or there's it's still way out of reach you know there's so many barriers yeah. and so much but you know is what yeah. it is i'm just happy to be out here where it's all chill. Oh, you're you're so lucky. You're so lucky. Yeah, it's there must like, be so sitting around in the U.S. Like, damn, <laughs> my state. What is going on? Yeah, I could not. I couldn't live anywhere else after being here where it wasn't mm. all chill. Like you said, like I could never do it in those countries where I'd have to be that paranoid. It's just not worth it. Like at a certain. It's point, not worth it, no. Yeah, yeah. At a certain point, I mean, like here, there's certain places. Where you, I mean, you'll get you know arrested just still and go to jail in places but like it's like mm -hmm. even that like even when i was in new jersey and kansas or wherever i was visiting other states there's still that edge to it where it's like oh wow man, yeah it's like oh shit dude if i get caught doing this i'm but that philippine stuff's crazy it's crazy too i have some filipino Ugh, friends yeah. out here i'll have to talk yeah. to them about you know more what's going on Oh, yeah. Ask them about the Filipinos, President Duterte. He is, he's a madman. Dang. <laughs> maybe he just needs to smoke, maybe he just needs to smoke some. 
He does. He really needs that. <laughs> like, he was also like now during Corona, he's like, yeah, for a, he t- told like the, his military people. He was like, yeah, so uh, for the people that are not respecting the, the restrictions of the quarantine, just shoot him, just shoot him. Like, he's someone that is a bit like Trump in the way that he just like say shit. But people take him seriously because he is obviously the, the president, you know? And that is the same kind of speech he has towards, uh, if you see someone dealing on the street or something, if you see someone take drugs, don't hesitate. Like that kind of speech. So they're so, they're oh, just uh, dying like flies. Shit. Yeah, it's like, I don't know. It's always crazy hearing stuff like that. Cause like, I was just saying like, so awesome out here, you know, kicking it, being a yeah, delivery right now. And then you think it's shit like that. And it's just like, oh, damn, like. Shit's still yeah. crazy. There's, there's still, it just shows how much work needs to be done, really. You know, everywhere. Yeah. So. I hope, though, like, I'm a bit, I don't know, for, for Philippines, maybe they will be one of those countries that are, like, going to be, like, they're going to be so stubborn and just, like, continue. But in, Mal- is it Malaysia? I think it's in Malaysia and in Thailand. They have now started a lot with um, the medical cannabis. And they have, like, so many patients now they realize that okay this isn't as bad as we have always thought and people you know became pretty happy and and good and feel good in their bodies and we get so much money out of this you know (laughs) and you know asia or most many not i wouldn't say most but many places in asia they're both very corrupt but also i mean it's it's developing countries so it's it's poor you know yeah they need that money, especially like now after Corona and everything. It's yeah. Yeah. It's um, crazy times, crazy times. But yeah. Um, yeah. Usually I'm about to dash here to do this grow video here in a little bit. Um, yes. But I did have one a question for you to end it up. Um, kind of what would you just like to leave everybody with um, pretty open-ended and, or just maybe somebody, you know, trying to get in this space. <laughs> Yes. Okay. I'm so, so oh, sorry. No, no, Give me <laughs> they wanted to answer. <laughs> Just a second. We'll be right back on. So yeah, about to head to uh, my buddy's place. He's doing a big grow. So check out that video coming on. It's going to be fun outdoor style. Going to shoot it different style. So hopefully you guys like that. Enjoying this podcast today. And I was saying, yeah, the dog got excited there. Wanted to answer the question. Yes. What kind of dog do you have? I have a little dog that I brought from Indonesia, actually, um, back to Spain. Yeah, so she's a little random mix that no one knows. (laughs) So, um, no, so sorry. I, uh, what was the last question? Oh, no, you're you're, you're Yeah, you're completely all good. Um, No, yeah, it's like, just uh, if there's anything you want to say at all at the end and just kind of, you know, maybe anybody trying to get in the space or kind of your journey at all just pretty open-ended yeah i guess i mean for there's so i think there's a lot of people that would want to um yeah get into it you know in and and they don't know what to do they maybe think that like oh yeah i need to i need to be grower to be in the cannabis space which is not at all you don't have to have a dispensary you don't have to have um you know a, a big land with a lot of these things. I mean, you can, there's so many things you can do. You don't have to be a, an expert really in anything, but you can be like an expert in 
being curious and and want to know things about it you know and i guess that's where, what i really want to because i'm like okay i'm not a i can grow for fun but it's not really what i want to do and what i want to share with people because i am not good at it i mean i've been failing so much i have like a lemon tree out there it's so bad it's just dying <laughs> some other plants as well like it's that is not my expertise um but what i what i really think is fun is to do like beautiful things for example i mean the cannabis plant in general is so pretty and i also really love to talk to people so i'm like okay so maybe i can do some nice photos of, of cannabis and write about it and maybe i can do this podcast where i talk to people and get to know other people in the space like there's so many things you can do and i know that maybe that sound like a big step and of course as you know it's like to have a youtube channel to have a podcast to have an instagram that you always put up content on it is a lot of hard work obviously it's a lot of work but you can start small as well and just get to know the people that are in the business because this is something that is just going to grow and grow from now. And there's so many exciting people in this field and there's so many possibilities um, for the future um, in general. It's like, don't feel, I guess, as well, uh, intimidated, I would say, by the whole like, don't think that you always have to sit with a big bong and be like sexy or whatever on the phone. Do you see what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. It's okay. Like, just be you and just share why you maybe love cannabis or share some cool information that you think is like, oh, wow, I had no idea about this. I want to share this with, even if you have like three followers, share it with them. They will love to get that info. Um, I think it's, if you can get in touch with people, that is like the basis, I think. So like, if you get yourself an Instagram or Twitter, that gives you possibility to meet. I mean, here I'm sitting in Spain. I'm a Swedish girl sitting in Spain and we are talking. I mean, do you see what I mean? Like there's so many possibilities where you can just meet people nine hours behind you. Do you see what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's the beauty of it. And that was all uh, very well said. Okay, cool. I have a little bit of pressure on that last question. <laughs> hey, yeah. Applying the pressure at the end here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been, I've been practicing in front uh, of the mirror. I'm like, okay, what am I going to say? <laughs> well, hey, thanks no. again for coming on. It was really awesome. Thank you so much. And yeah, tell me when it's done. I want to I wanna hear it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Excited to share, share with everybody. Yay, so nice. <laughs> Cool. Yeah, yeah, I'm happy to get on with the big time change and everything. So thanks again. And uh, I hope you have a good night. Yes, thank you to have a really good day. Uh, you too. Bye. Bye. <laughs>